Back to Walk On Weekly. Here are your hosts, Sam Hoiberg and Jeff Grace III on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in to Walk On. I'm Aaron the board here. We got a full studio in here today. We got our get our host as usual, Sam Hoiberg and Jeff Grace the third. We got a guest sitting in here as well. I'll go ahead and let our guys introduce him. All right, so this is Bryce Williams from North Carolina. Has two sisters, and he uh, is with us uh, this year. Uh, he decided to come to Nebraska after being at Charlotte, and now he'll introduce himself. Bryce, welcome to the show. Thank you, How, how's, how's it going? Everything's good. Uh, got a meal in me. Uh, happy to sit down with my guys. That's good. Welcome to the show, Bryce. I'll do a little more. <laughs> You're just laughing. Boy, boy, over there. <laughs> Yeah, great scorer of the basketball, really good shooter. Uh, Husker fans are going to love him. So, welcome to the show, Bryce. Thank you, Absolutely. And uh, go ahead and fill us in a little bit. Uh, again, a transfer for Nebraska, uh, originally from Charlotte. So, again, we got Bryce Williams in here. I kind of want to know uh, just how you got to Nebraska in general. What was kind of that process and why you decided to transfer here to begin with? Um, I think my, I was ready for a changing, changing pace. Um, at Charlotte, we played a little bit slower, and I know here we play a little bit faster, get shots up. And at the same time, I want to develop my game, so I take it to the next level. And at the same time, I want to be surrounded by good people. Um, it's all about the experience. It's not just about the destination. So um, I felt like here I could get both the coaching to get me to where I want to go and also enjoy my journey. So I'm around good people, and I'm loving it here so far. Absolutely. And uh, you talked a little bit about the offense. You know, what is it about Fred Hoiberg's offense that speaks to you and you think that's a rule that I can plug and play in? Well, one, I can learn. You know, he was a phenomenal shooter in the league. Um, and then here, um, you play fast. You get shots up. Um, it's obviously a Power 5 conference, uh, more exposure. But I just feel like there's more opportunities for me to showcase my abilities um, in Coach Hoiberg's offense. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when you guys uh, see a lot of these new guys, is I kind of want to wait. I want to give credit to Fred Hoiberg on this because I will say a lot of players respect his offense. You know, like what is it? What is it about Fred Hoiberg's offense that all these players really want to play in? Well, it's a I'll add this. So it's a NBA style system. And okay. a lot, everyone's going. They come here. They want to go to the league. They know he has those connections. But also you're playing the system that actually a lot of coaches took from him and are now running in the NBA now. So he, people will come here playing the system and they'll be playing the same thing next year if they're in the league. So learning from that style and then learning from someone that's already had that experience. I think that's a big part of the draw for these guys. You see that in college a lot, like more teams kind of transitioning to more of an NBA style offense, or is it still kind of 50, 50? It really depends. I mean, there's some coaches that are, like they just have it their way and they do it. I mean, Tom Izzo's had a ton of his success. Yeah, they always are. They play super fast, but it's not pro style system like ours. But I think you're gonna see a little bit more of it. I mean, just with the way that the scoring is in the NBA now, like those offenses work, and you want to use those. So yeah, you'll definitely see that a lot more. Absolutely. And uh, Bryce, I want to ask you uh, right off the bat in Lincoln so far, what's been your favorite thing? Whether a place to eat, place to hang out. Um, I have to say my apartment. <laughs> um, I knew that was coming. I love I love Lincoln. Actually, driving is pretty cool. But mm -hmm. I mean, my place is my place. I don't 
understand why I would want to leave it. <laughs> Best food spot. Best food spot. Hmm. Okay, so uh, is it Froyo Crotopia? The frozen yogurt place. It's over there by the Yogurtini. Yogurtini. Okay. I like that place. I had it recently. Um, I haven't stopped going. And then besides <laughs> that, it would have to be Mary Ellen's. Mary Ellen's. Oh, yeah. Spot. Shout out. That's a good one. Sponsor for Sponsor. the ticket. Yeah. Food for the soul. That's a good yeah. shout out right there. Yeah. Mary Ellen's is, uh, when you guys go there, again, if you haven't been there, check out Mary Ellen's. They give you such a massive plate. You guys have had Mary Ellen's, right? We had catered, catered to the house last night. We had team dinner at my uh, dad's house. Oh, do you guys got yeah. Mary Ellen's? Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. So again, check out Mary Ellen's. It's great food. Um, and they will give you more than you can possibly eat too. So again, check it out. But we do have Bryce Williams joining in here with us. 402-464-5685. Sorry, Heyman text line. And again, streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo channel 951. So obviously season's still a little bit of ways away yet. Uh, but Bryce, you know, what are you kind of most looking forward to this season, whether team goal, individual goal? I'm looking forward to going dancing in March. Um, we all we're, that's what we're playing for. We're not playing for individual accolades. I mean, those come, but that's not at the forefront. That's not what anybody should be focused on. So uh, I just want to go dancing. I obviously want to. What will it be? The first birth into the NCAA tournament or you'd have to win. You got to get the first yeah, to win. So yeah. they made it. What, nine times or something? Yeah, it might even be less. Maybe yeah. less. Yeah. But We want to get that first win and just keep the keep the ball going. Keep the ball rolling. So that's the that's the goal for me. I didn't come here for on any individual agenda it was just to of course get on a bigger stage but at the same time win winning is important and that's what i learned at charlotte and i just want to bring that here absolutely yeah and uh again that's that's kind of been the one that's hanging over nebraska basketball forever um and a lot of it is just you can imagine the midwest it's, it was hard originally to kind of get players up here and i feel like as the brand is growing um obviously to miles you know i give him credit he kind of left it in a pretty good state uh, and then for hoiberg obviously having some great NBA success with guys like Delano Banton, uh, Bryce McGowan's. Help me out. I think I'm forgetting the guy. We got another NBA guy in there somewhere. Isaiah Roby. We got another one in there. He did not. He wasn't under your dad, though, right? That was Tim Miles' guy. Yes. So, yeah. So, but nonetheless, you're at least starting to get that record of, hey, these are guys from the University of Nebraska uh, that have that. What would that mean to you guys to be the first team to just give Nebraska a win in the tournament? Man, that is like the dream. And I think. The great thing about this year's team is everyone's on the same page. That is the goal for us this year. There's no second thoughts about it. And we have that belief, and that's what the coaches keep telling us, is we got to have that belief that we can do it. And I think we all really have that with a lot of confidence in this team. And now we're getting everyone back. Casey comes back this week. We're really going to see our squad, and I'm just super excited for the season. Yeah, and again, I think uh, that's why I like this year a lot is out of the returning starters, I feel like each of the guys you're bringing back has an identity, you know, and I can see how they're going to plug and play. Obviously, some new faces I'm excited about. Um, you know, Mast is one that I'm just curious about. Obviously, he's not going to be Derek Walker. Derek Walker is only going to be him, but, you know, Mast has got his own special skill set as well. Curious to see what that all looks like. Uh, but overall, you know, how was kind of practices and workouts and everything going at this point? Um, obviously, these are still a ways from getting actually ready out there. Um, practice has been going pretty well. We've been taking it light. I mean, we've been just going through like the little things, kind of the key details that sometimes we miss. Uh, but other than that, I would say practice has been going pretty good. Uh, we haven't really started live yet. We'll start that eventually soon when everybody comes back. Like Sam said, KSA comes back Thursday. So hopefully we'll, we'll get to see our full team and see how everything goes from there. And we know we're going to face adversity, but mm -hmm. it's just got to be how we respond to it at the end of the day. What's the hardest part to get down at this point in the season? 
early on. Meshing That's together. gross. Meshing together is probably the hardest thing. A lot of transfers coming in, not a lot of returners or experienced guys. So mm. um, meshing is probably the hardest part and figuring out where you fit in um, in the offense and figuring out where you can showcase your abilities. Absolutely. And then, uh, Bryce, were you able to make it out there in Spain? Okay, I'm, I'm curious. I asked these guys about it, but for you, what was the biggest difference uh, playing over there? Because I got to talk from Mel Lloyd Jr. a little bit as well. He was pretty big on the physicality. He felt like you could, they could pretty much get away um, with a lot of contact, but that's just how it was getting called over there. Physicality was definitely the biggest takeaway. Um, um, it's a, I don't know. In America, like you can throw, you can play with the ball in front of you and everything, and you can do all the, like the fancy finishes. But over there, if you go to the basket, they're going to hit you, and you're going to hit the ground. <laughs> Um, and then it wasn't it also wasn't easy playing over there because we only had seven guys. So playing as, as fast as we do and it was super humid over there, it didn't make it any easier. So but I would say the physicality and the humidity in the gym were equal. I didn't realize it was humid in the gym, huh? Yeah, it was really hot. They just didn't have the fans going on or what? Not a lot of air conditioning. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they believe in um what is it? They, AC? they have central air. Yeah, I think I don't think they have AC. Like even the water was hot. The water was hot. Uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> I would have hated that if I was playing. Yeah. Man, that's different. But I didn't think I, about that. So I said like a big difference I noticed was like they know like how to attack your schemes just like that. Like those guys didn't play together and like they just like immediately started doing spur passes, which is a good thing to do against our defense. And we can stop it when we really know what we were doing, but we were still only two months in with a bunch of new guys. Yeah, the European game is a whole lot different because they're and most times they're less athletic. They figure out different ways to be experts in the game. Mm-hmm. And so you can also pick up on that too. Even though they were they weren't the oldest pro team, they were still had a lot of experience. Yeah, and uh, you know that's kind of what you were talking last week. You were in here too because you said it was even a different group of guys. You said that same team uh, could be an entirely new group of guys the next yep. day. And again, that kind of just tells you. I don't know if that's a Europe thing. The way they look at it, like you said, they see the game a different way. Uh, they definitely want to expose those mismatches. Uh, and again, they're just always kind of interested how their offenses get so free flowing. But I do want to ask, you know, before we get to our last break here, uh, Bryce, are you an NBA fan? I am an NBA fan. What's your team? Um, I guess I'll go with the Lakers. The no, Lakers? No, 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 I'll take it away the Pelicans. I'm a LeBron fan, though. Okay, the okay. Pelicans, the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Okay, that's, that's a good one because uh, we've actually had you're a lot out, of conversations about the Pelicans. You're LeBron guys in there. Yeah. You're a LeBron guy, too? Yeah. I didn't know that. Hey, I'm not a – I will say this. LeBron MJ's James. the GOAT, but I am a LeBron fan. Okay. You got, so I'm saying MJ's the GOAT. Sparta Heyman text line. This is one, too. This one always gets people going. <laughs> 402-464-5685. Greatest of all time. I'm always going to go with Michael Jordan. Jeff, you're are you uh Michael Jordan or LeBron James guy? Michael Jordan for sure. Okay, so we got but, two MJs. I mean, I respect what LeBron does. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Can't, can't go wrong with that. It's a discussion you, for a reason. You're right? a LeBron fan though, right, Jeff? Um, or are you not? Not really. Were, I'm more uh, of a never Kobe mind. fan. I would say two to two. Yeah, I grew up in the Kobe, Kobe Kobe versus LeBron era. So that's what always made it hard for me to fully transition. But uh, and you're you're still Michael Jordan, the greatest player of all time. It's like one A, one B, but one A, one B is one A. Okay, and Bryce. Definitely, uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's the goat. I just became a LeBron fan. Okay. More, more so. I just respect his greatness. Let me say that. Yeah. So, what do you, what do you mean? You just became a LeBron James fan? Like, finally, the accumulation of greatness. You're just like, man, I, I'm gonna sign up and get behind this guy. When he won in Cleveland. <laughs> when he won in Cleveland. When he won in Cleveland. Yeah. Kind of like cemented it for me. Like, okay, I gotta stop hating on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, with LeBron James, I was definitely at a point because obviously I was with Jeff. You know, I was a big Kobe Bryant fan. You remember at that point, you know, if you're going through high school, middle school, there was Kobe fans and you're LeBron James fans. There's no in between. 
and that was always a huge one. And then over time, um, as LeBron started winning, I think all the Kobe fans were just kind of like, well, let's give up the act at this point. He's obviously a fantastic player. Uh, but nonetheless, we will throw it to break. On the next one, unless we tie into anything else, I kind of want to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. We talked about those guys before. We have a thoughts on they have a really good roster. So, again, this is the Walk-On Weekly. We got Jeff Grace III, Sam Hoiberg, and guest Bryce Williams in studio. We'll throw it to break and catch you guys on the other side.